excited to be here with Jeff Davidson, the work-life balance expert. We're going to talk about your to-be list. This sounds very Shakespearean. It does sound Shakespearean. Nearly everyone you know, certainly all of those in the uh, career professions, uses some type of to-do list, whether it's formal, involved, on a post-it pad, on a screen, wherever it happens to be, everybody knows the concept of to-do list. As a matter of fact, you can go back to the time of cave dwellers. I wasn't there, but I will bet, I will bet that on the cave walls, they scratched a number of uh, tasks that they wanted to get to in their crude way. To-do lists unquestionably have high utility. I mean, after all, the items listed are constant reminders of what we seek to accomplish. Here is the million dollar question. How often have you composed a to-be list? Hmm. Citing, get this, the characteristics and the traits you'd like to attain, develop, or improve upon. So, your to-be your to list. You can start from scratch. You can start with a piece of paper on your desk and nothing on it. What you do is you write down every characteristic, every trait, every value that appeals to you. In just random fashion, don't worry about neatness or coherence or anything. Just start writing. So, for example, you were at a conference last week and you saw someone who displayed great confidence. So you write down the word confidence or self-confidence. You are frequently forgetful, so you write down the word forgetful or the positive version, astute, hmm. on top. You write and you write and you write, regardless of your personal history, regardless of your previous accomplishments, regardless of what's on your to-do list today, you write down the characteristics, the traits, or values that appeal to you. Consider all of your triumphs in the past, all of your setbacks, the triumphs and setbacks of friends and people you know. Any observation, any insight, anything you've learned along the way, all of your accumulated knowledge of wisdom comes to bear when you start writing down your raw list of items that will ultimately make your to-be list. Okay, so, so far what we have is just a piece of paper or a screen in front of us with just a raw list of character traits, values, things that are important to you. As you hone and refine your list, you think to yourself, all right, what are the four or five things, and you don't want to do too many at once, what are the four or five things I aspire to be? What are the four or five things, what are the four or five characteristics or traits I would like to take on? So suppose you want to be a better boss or you want to be a better team member, a better employee. Personally, it could be a better husband, better wife, better father, better mother, and so forth. These handful of huge character traits 
or uh, abilities to which you aspire, go on to your to-be list. Much like you're making a to-do list, you have in front of you the handful of things that are important now and that you want them to be within reach. In other words, even though you may not fully have this characteristic that you prefer to have, it's within reach, it's within your horizon. A week, a month, a year, it's possible. You can do this, you can be this. So you hone and refine this list and you start to put things on this list, four or five items, in some kind of relative order. It doesn't have to be an airtight order, but some kind of relative order. What happens is when you have this to-be list nailed down, the skies open up. All of a sudden, after years of you solving this problem, tackling that task, handling this assignment, mowing down the list of to-do items on your way, hopefully, to some grander future, higher income, better job title, more respect, what have you, all of a sudden, with a to-be to list, you move towards behaviors and ways of being that you wish to embody. So I'll give you a quick example just of me. I, after years, as you probably know, of struggling to get it, was finally awarded the work-life balance trademark, the work-life mm -hmm. balance expert from the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. They said for years, we don't give trademarks out for a person. <laughs> it has to be a product or a service or right. something that you can physically define. And I convinced them by saying, when I walk out on stage, when I present to a group, I am the product. I am the service. I am the entity. The people in the seats are getting cues and clues from me, not just what I'm saying, not just the information that I impart, but what I am embodying as a person. So each of us, you, me, everyone listening, what do we wish to embody? What do we wish to embrace and get so good at it that when we sit down in front of the client or sit down in the job interview seat, or stand up before the board, whatever it happens to be, before we say word one, we already embody in our body language, in our posture, in our gaze, those characteristics and traits we want to convey to the people who are about to hear from us. This is big stuff, all right? To embody those characteristics. So for me, when I walk out on stage, whether it's 100 people or 1,000 people, I decided that I needed to be in top shape. No gut, no handles, no nothing. Same weight as high school. Not to be a show off, not to say, hey, look at me, but to convey that I do, in fact, have work-life balance. I've kept it in balance. Mm -hmm. 
that I can do my job and work hard and go long hours, but also have time for exercise, to reflect, to stay in shape, to take deep breaths. Now, since the time that I got the title of the Work-Life Balance Expert, people have tried to finally, uh, more finely divide up the territory and say, oh, no, it's not work-life balance, it's work-life integration. No, it's work-life harmony. No, it's work-life... <laughs> They're all dancing around the same major concept. How you put together the elements of your life so that you rise in your career and enjoy your personal life. Yes. It's all the same. I don't care how you cut up the terms and try to re-deal them out on the table. It comes down to the same thing. So I decided that on my to-be list, I would embody this notion of work-life balance, someone who has breathing space. Now, you know me rather well and know that I'm not one of these laid-back types. <laughs> I'm not a B, I'm an A or an A minus, maybe. I can get pretty intense. And even more important among those who are the go-getters, the type A people, the intense ones, the ones with constant goals, the ones that are always looking to move forward, even more important for those people is the notion of maintaining work-life balance. If you're already laid back, if you're already a B, <laughs> if you already know how to take the deep breaths, it's not as crucial for you. The ones that are so driven, and I've spoken to groups of people that are so driven that I could look around the room and tell you, man, we're on the heart attack, heart attack track here for some of these people. It becomes even more important, yes. the more driven you are. All right, so you compose a to-be uh, to list. I choose to embody, in my case, work-life balance. You may choose to embody the essence of effective career counseling. Other people choose to embody the effectiveness, the effective legal representation, a lawyer. Sure. A doctor comes in, self-assured, confident, knowledgeable, immediately puts the patient at ease because that doctor, he or she embodies effective medical practice. Embodies it. The journey towards your new to-be is exciting. All these years you were focusing on to-do and now all of a sudden you've, you're not gonna throw away your to-do, it's still there. But when you embrace the notion of to-be. It's it, aspirational. Well, guess what happens? You get better at your to-dos. Because they have a greater purpose. They do, and you have more behind it. You're bringing more to the table for openers. If you want to blaze a new trail on your to-be list, what have you not explored? What lies on the edge of your consciousness? What traits do you seek to embody that a year ago or five years ago would have been out of the question, not even in your purview, not part of your consciousness? But now, for whatever reason, you feel and know on some level are within your grasp. So you have this capability. What or who do you wish to become? It begins with the simplest movement in that direction. You want to be better in front of groups? 
Start by speaking to three, and then five, and then eight, and then 12, and then 15. Get to the point where it's 25, 50, 75, 100, and soon enough, it doesn't matter how large the group is, your effectiveness stays at that high level. It can be done. It's within each of us. Important to note, your to-b list is not a disguised form of your to-do list. Got it. It's vital to make the cerebral and emotional link between tasks to accomplish and the behavior and roles to which we aspire. They are somewhat separate here. That's right, they are different. Producing a to-be list helps you to put in motion new behaviors and activities that increase your chances of becoming the person you want to be and increase your chances of mastering and knocking out everything on that to-do list. This isn't dependent on a boss, a parent, a significant other. This really is coming out of your spirit, your soul. Well said. It's internal, baby. It's internal. You can do it. Nobody can hold you back on this. And they can't take it away from you. This isn't something that you could be... This is really an accountability with you and who you aspire to be. Exactly. So to be leads to do, to do, (laughs) to, to do. Try saying that a couple dozen times. For each of your to be items on your to be list, a variety of to do tasks inevitably become associated. So I want to be a better leader. So what would the to-do tasks associated with being a better leader turn out to be? Listening more intently, reading up on leadership, giving people time and space, room to grow, planning, plotting, not just dashing ahead. A whole variety of activities start to show up because of the to-be choice that you made earlier. So if you aspire to be a better partner to your spouse or significant other, you might gravitate towards items that previously would have never made a personal to-do list. All of a sudden, things show up on your to-do list that would have never been there when we were discussing the old you. Couldn't have come up. The items that make your your to-be list might involve Novel explorations. Maybe you have to try some things. Maybe you have to go some places, read some books, try some experiences, do some things that just weren't part of your composition before. You could be attracted to events and activities that are totally new to you or associate with others whom you previously seem to have nothing in common. Entirely possible. Soon you find yourself attempting new behaviors, putting yourself into novel situations and asking others for advice on new topics. Seeking out others you would have never sought out before because they have a specific type of knowledge or experience that you now value and that earlier you could never even see. In summary, composing a two B-list increases the probability of your movement in that desired direction. The positive, self-fulfilling progress that you make 
compared to, let's say, the status quo, what you have been or been doing, puts the odds in your favor. Paraphrasing none other than Abraham Lincoln, when we make up our minds to accomplish something, we are already halfway there. That's a good lead, right? All right, so your mission, start with a blank piece of paper, a blank screen, what have you. List three, four, five, maybe as many as six characteristics, traits, or attributes that you desire to embody. Allow yourself to become the person you now choose to be. Very powerful. The to-be list, aspirational, inspirational. Jeff Davidson with us today.